Hi, am I in the air? going down my friends it is that time once again welcome to am i on the air my name is don mega i'm your host and i'm so happy that you're here to join me once again to get caught up with all the latest and the greatest when it comes to entertainment news television movies non-spoiler reviews you come right here to am i on the air it's season 27 episode 3 and tonight's show is simply titled justice we're going to be breaking down the news from August 31st through today, September the 5th. All right, we've got a couple of movies, got a couple of TV shows to talk about. We'll talk some box office, and then we'll get you caught up with all the latest and the greatest when it comes to the news. All right? So with that all being said, let's jump on into it. My first movie review here tonight is The Equalizer 3. That's right, 3. I've actually had several people reach out to me and say, there's a third one? I didn't even know there was a sequel. Yes, guys, there was an Equalizer 2 a couple years back. Uh, I was shocked as anybody that this franchise got a third movie. It's even a TV spinoff, right? Because the TV show with Queen Latifah has been going on for a couple years. I tried to watch it. It was just so-so. I had to bounce out of it. I couldn't do it. But I like this Equalizer because it's got Denzel Washington. And, you know, he doesn't do sequels super, super often. So being that he keeps coming back to this franchise is pretty cool. And, of course, it helps that it's directed by Anton Fuqua once again. He loves working with Anton. And um, they just have a great partnership. I think this is his fifth movie together uh, with Anton Fuqua, which is just crazy. So... Uh, this time, Robert McCall finds himself at home in southern Italy, but he discovers his friends are under the control of local crime bosses. As events turn deadly, McCall knows what he has to do, become his friend's protector by taking on the mafia. So, here's my take on Equalizer, right? First movie, I thought was just okay. I didn't love it, I didn't hate it, was really hyped for the movie and then ended up just being like, oh, that was all right. You know, I enjoyed it, but it is what it is, right? I haven't even revisited Equalizer 1 in years. Equalizer 2 came out and I was kind of like, I can remember being like, oh, I mean, I'll go see it because I see the, the all the new movies, right? Um, but am I going to like it? That's the big question. And I honestly loved Equalizer 2. That is my favorite of this trilogy. I love Equalizer 2. It just had more action and the pacing was really, really strong. So Equalizer 3, I was super stoked for. I loved the trailer. I loved the Red Band trailer. I was ready to go, man. Totally sold, ready to rock. And I will say I like the movie. And again, I will say I didn't love it. <laughs> I didn't hate it. I liked it. It was good. And the problem that I did have with this movie is that, number one, it's very cliche action movie, right? Like, the story is very 
straight to video VOD style, right? He happens to be in Italy and then he takes on the crime bosses um, because they're getting involved with the quaint little town that he really likes. Um, It just felt cheesy at times. And there's not a really good villain here um, at all, right? We have generic mobster one, two, and three. They all suck. They're all characters we've seen before. And they don't really hold anything. Like, you never feel like he's really in danger because these are all just shitty ass mafia guys that I don't feel could really do anything when it came down to it. So when the action is hitting in this movie, it hits. I thought this movie was probably the most violent one out of all of them. I don't remember the other two being as violent as this one is. It's gory at times. Like it's hardcore. Like it's some John Wick stuff. And I loved it. The problem is, is there's only two to three action scenes in the entire movie that runs about two hours. So if you only have a couple action scenes, you got to have a really good story in the middle to kind of tie it all together. And I just thought the story dragged. I thought it was boring at times. And I found myself looking at my watch several times. So it's unfortunate because, like I said, when the action hits, you're totally locked in. The movie starts off with action and it's incredible. And you're like, hell yeah, here we go. And then the movie drags for the next 45 minutes. And then you get some action and you're like, oh yeah, here we go. And then it drags for another 25 minutes. Like, it just, it had a pacing problem for me. And I love Anton Fuqua. This is nothing to do with Denzel. I thought he was excellent in this, as he always is. It just, it just didn't overall work as much as I had hoped it to be. It was kind of cool seeing Dakota Fanning in this one. I thought she was really good, of course, kind of reuniting with Denzel from Man on Fire, which I believe is another Anton Fuqua movie. So it was cool kind of seeing that um, reunited there. But overall, you know, like I said, good. Not great. I would give it three out of five stars. So take that for what it's worth. A lot of people really like this movie. And I, you know, for me, I feel like it's probably just a Denzel thing. I think people really like Denzel and it makes them kind of glare over some of the other problems. But uh, hey, if you love it, that's what's great about cinema, right? Uh, Film is subjective. You like what you like and you don't like what you don't like. So um, like I said, not, I would still say go watch it. It's a fun movie. I didn't regret seeing it. Just three out of five at the end of the day. Now a movie I did regret wasting my time with (laughs) is over on the VOD side. I checked out the new horror movie Cobweb. Now, This was a movie that I watched the trailer for a couple months back, and I really, really dug the trailer. Really did. Um, Especially because this movie is led by Lizzie Kaplan, which, who I absolutely love. Love her so much. (laughs) Um, And it also has Anthony Starr, who I also think is badass, right? Anthony, of course, most people know him as Homelander. On The Boys, I know him uh, from Banshee, right? So I was really excited to see Anthony Starr do a big horror movie with Lizzie Kaplan. They play a married couple. um, And it looked really good. This is produced by Seth Rogen. And I was like, dude, this is all the pieces of something really, really good. And then I watched it the other night, and I thought it sucked. I thought it absolutely sucked. Uh, So this movie is about eight-year-old Peter, who is played by a mysterious constant tapping from inside his bedroom wall, one that his parents insist is all in his imagination. As Peter's fear intensifies, he believes that his parents could be hiding a terrible, dangerous secret and questions their trustworthiness. I don't know what to say here, guys. 
I did not enjoy this movie at all. I thought it was super boring. I thought it was super cheesy. I didn't think it was scary at all. And then when you see the the thing, it's laughable. It really is laughable. So, unfortunately, I cannot recommend Cobweb. Uh, and I would only give this one one out of five stars. So, there you go. But, hey, once again, some horror junkies out there are really saying they like this movie a lot. So, Teach their own. Um, hey, if you like it, you like it. If you don't, you don't. Uh, but I couldn't. I I struggled with this one. I struggled to not shut it off. I just hated it that much. So that's what I got on the movie side. We're going to switch on over to TV. Just real quick on a shout out. Uh, Power. Book four. Force. Season two is back, baby. Force is probably my favorite spinoff from the Power Universe. This one, of course, focusing on Tommy from the main Power um, storyline. Love Tommy. He's the best. And um, I love this episode. It's called Tommy's Back. The season premiere just happened on September 1st. Uh, I love this show, man. I love the Power Universe. I watch everything involved with this. But Tommy is the character. And this is the show. It is back. It is on stars. Make sure you check it out. It's only drops weekly. So episode one is the only one out. Um, but I loved it. I thought it was a strong season premiere. And I am ready for a great season two. So sign me up. I'm on board. And then lastly, real quick, touching on, you know, last week when I did, when I did last week's show, I mentioned real quick about only murders in the building, right? This was a show that obviously started a couple years ago. Uh, we are currently on season three right now. We're in the middle of season three. I started season one when the show came out a couple years ago and, um, I just somehow fell very behind. So when I did last week's show, I was hyping it because I finished season one and I loved it. And I just wanted to come on here and basically give it a little shout out and let you guys know, hey, check out Only Murders in the Building if you haven't, right? Uh, but I did finish season one. So from last week to today's show, I've already finished season two. I binged season two over the weekend and loved it as much too. It was such a great season. I love how they had the story that kind of continued to keep going with what they did in season one, but having it, you know, investigate this new murder and just the twist and the turns. And, and every time you think, you know who it is, they, they take you on another ride. And I thought season two was excellent. So I finished season two badass. Make sure you check it out once again, if you haven't, it's a Hulu original. And I also have started season three. So I'm trying by the, by next week's show, I should be completely caught up. I'm already four episodes in to season three. Um, really strong as well. I don't know if I like it as much as seasons one or two yet. Uh, but I like season three. You got Paul Rudd in there. Um, you, you got, um, oh man. Uh, why am I blanking right now? We have, Meryl Streep. That's it. Meryl Streep. So Meryl Streep is on this one. Sorry, I forget that name. Uh, but Paul Rudd and Meryl Streep popping up in the third season, which is fantastic. And, you know, season two had Nathan Lane and it had Michael Rappaport. Uh, Amy Schumer pops up. Um, God, who else did we have in season two, man? There was there was just a lot of faces that popped up. Cara Develine, uh popped up on it. Uh, Jesse Williams pops up on the new season. So I like that the show continues to like have surprises and have more and more, you know, a list kind of guest stars pop up. Um, it's really, really cool. And yeah, like I said, I'm, I'm a couple episodes into season three 
and I uh, will probably be 100% caught up to its weekly rollout um, by next week's show. So big, big hype to only murders in the building. All right, guys. So that's what I got for y'all. Let's recap real quick. In theaters right now, Equalizer 3, your number one movie in America, uh, three out of five stars. Cobweb, one out of five stars. This is on VOD. Over on the TV side, Power Book 4 Force um, is now streaming on Stars. And Only Murders in the Building, Seasons 1 and 2, you could stream. Season 3 is about halfway done. Um, and that's a Hulu original. So make sure you check it out over on Hulu. All right, guys. Now getting into the box office side of things. Um, this was a Labor Day weekend. So we got uh, pretty much the same top 10. Nothing really changed um, over Labor Day other than the fact that every movie made you know, a couple mil more, especially the equalizer. So we'll run down the top 10. Number 10 is talk to me. Number nine is strays, which by the way, hit premium VOD today. Love strays. If you still haven't seen strays, make sure you check it out. Number eight is Meg to the trench, which you can also get on premium VOD. Number seven is bottoms. Number six is teenage mutant Ninja turtles, mutant mayhem, which is also available on premium VOD right now. Number five is Oppenheimer. Number four is Gran Turismo. Number three is Blue Beetle. Number two is Barbie. And number one is the Equalizer 3. So over the three-day normal weekend, Equalizer 3 brought in about $34.5 million. When you count in Labor Day, it ended up with $42.8 million. So nice, nice debut for the Equalizer. So that's your box office. Let's switch gears. Let's get into our news of the week. And once again, if you want to watch any of these trailers, if you want to read any of the full articles, make sure you check out our Twitter page or our X page, twitter.com slash am I on the air or our Facebook page. Give us a like over there. You can check out all this stuff. All right. All right. Up first, a brand new trailer for five nights at Freddy's. This is the big horror movie that everybody's really excited about. This is going to hit theaters and streaming on Peacock, October 27th. So really like this trailer. Looking forward to this movie. Don't know if I'll get to the theater to see it, but I'll definitely watch on Peacock, if anything. All right, we have a new... I don't want to say trailer. It's more of an inside look at the Marvels. That's right. This is uh, Marvel Studios' next film. It debuts on November 10th. And I know a lot of people are talking about this being a trailer. It's really not because it's pretty much... Footage from the first Captain Marvel, from WandaVision, and from Miss Marvel, and then tying in some footage from the Marvels to kind of tell the story of these three main characters. So, but it's a great recap to really bring you up to speed on these characters and where we're at today. So, check that out. Um, so interesting news, man, going back to the box office a little bit, or what will be the box office. Taylor Swift is going to be releasing her wildly successful tour into a concert film. That's right. This is going to hit theaters on October 13th, and it's going to play for about four weeks, three to four weeks. I think it plays through November 5th or 6th, which is insane. So get ready because, uh, yeah, Taylor Swift who is the biggest thing in music right now, and believe me, runs my life because I have a nine-year-old daughter who is obsessed. And when I say obsessed, I mean obsessed in all capital letters with Taylor Swift right now. So she went to this tour, 
and she watches when people live stream this tour from all across the United States. But now it's been filmed for a concert movie. So guess where I will be the weekend of October 13th? Yes, I will be in the IMAX theater watching this errors tour with my daughter um, because that's what a good dad I am. So funny story um, because this is an interesting um, rollout in the theaters. I am an A-list member for AMC theaters. I am not allowed to use my A-list membership to buy tickets for this Taylor Swift concert, which, number one, made me a little mad and was kind of stupid. Number two, they're charging higher ticket prices for this thing. I think in the IMAX I paid about 25 bucks a ticket for adults and about 15 bucks for uh, my daughter. Um, it's a lot, man. So I dropped over 70 bucks for three movie tickets to see this thing. It's a three-hour concert also, by the way. Um, but in, but in funny news, um, I bought this as a surprise for my daughter, um, not knowing that my wife who was at work at the time did exactly the same thing and bought tickets herself, uh, and spent another 70 something dollars on movie tickets. So, uh, we now have a double set of tickets. Now, the good thing is, is like I said, mine's an IMAX and it's the weekend the movie comes out. My wife bought tickets a couple weeks later in October. It's the end of October, just in a regular theater. So, I will not be going twice, but my daughter is very excited to be seeing this thing twice <laughs> when she found out that we both have tickets. So, uh, lucky, lucky her. Um, and in some funny news, that same weekend that the Taylor Swift concert is getting released was the weekend that the exorcist believer was supposed to hit theaters. And that's of course coming from Blumhouse and Jason Blum himself tweeted out, look what you made me do. The exorcist believer has now officially moved to October 6th. So hashtag Taylor wins. So look at that. Blumhouse doesn't even want to compete with Taylor Swift. Um, and the exorcist believer has been bumped up a week to avoid it, which is hilarious. And then I'll tell you, because there's a lot of people saying this is stupid. This isn't going to make any money. Why, why is this staying hitting theaters guys? I'm here to tell you this Taylor Swift errors tour concert is going to be one of the biggest movies of the year. And I'm not shitting you. It has already brought in over $30 million in pre-ticket sales. It is estimated to make over $100 million in its opening weekend. Stay with us. We'll be right back. Did you know that you can change what you taste by what you hear? How can you use sound to make a deeper connection with your clients? Can we be healed with sound? Sound influences people in their buying decisions and their daily lives. In the podcast audio branding, I explore all of this, both with my own observations as a voice actor of over 15 years and by interviewing knowledgeable professionals in the field of advertising, marketing, music, and science. To have a listen for yourself, visit audiobrandingpodcast.com. When I bought tickets, I told you this thing comes out on October 13th. I tried to get tickets for Friday, October 13th, all sold out. And I jumped on pretty much right after the tickets went on sale. Sold out Friday, October 13th. Moved it to Saturday, October 14th, all sold out. Went to Sunday, October 15th, half the day sold out, got a three o'clock showing in the IMAX. My wife ended up, like I said, getting tickets at the end of October just because every showing she looked at was sold out and she just jumped ahead to avoid the mess. And as I look around and I look at theaters in California and Texas and Florida, every showing is sold out of this thing. This is going to make 
a lot of money and it will be one of the biggest movies ever <laughs> this year. Um, this will definitely be the biggest concert movie to ever hit theaters. No doubt. So congratulations, Taylor Swift. You are doing the damn thing. All right. So moving along here, uh, let's see here. sag is allowing three AMC shows to resume production, including the Walking Dead spinoff. So uh, that and the interview with the vampire stuff is going to restart production with the sag uh waiver that they do. Netflix has ordered a second season of the documentary series Murdaugh Murders, a Southern Scandal. Season two will premiere with all three episodes on September 20th. Max has officially launched their top 10 trending list for TV shows and movies. This is something Netflix did last year. A lot of people love jumping straight to the top 10 and doing it. I know Prime Video does it for movies right now as well, too. And yeah, so Max has their top 10 movies and TV shows that you can look through if you're just looking for something to stream. So there you go. Um, Let's see here. Marvel doing a big shuffle once again when it comes to the TV side. That's right. Marvel shifting a lot of their TV premiere dates. So, you know, we were supposed, we're going to get Loki um, before the end of the year. And then we were supposed to get Echo. um, And then we were supposed to get the X-Men 97. Um, So here's where things have shifted. So we will get What If Season 2 this year. It'll be around Christmas Day, so at the very end of the year. Echo, which was supposed to come out in November, has now been shifted to January of 2024. X-Men 97, the animated series, will premiere early in 2024. Agatha, The Darkhold Diaries, which is a new title as well, um, is coming in the fall of 2024. Ironheart is officially off the schedule as they were not able to finish uh, production on it due to the strike. Daredevil Born Again also paused and on hold. Wonder Man paused and on hold. The only thing that is sticking to its current date is Loki Season 2, which I believe is October 6th. That will stay put. But all those other things are moving around. And yes, once again, Agatha the Darkhold Diaries is the new title. And then I heard someone say... I heard a rumor because this is the third title for the Agatha series that this is a marketing thing um, just because she's a witch and she's messing with us, right? Because it was Agatha all along um, so that every time she just keeps changing the title, right, to to mess with us. So that would be pretty funny if they actually did that because I do not like the Darkhold Diaries. So um, not not really digging that one at all. So we'll see if that ends up sticking. How I Met Your Father is officially canceled over at Hulu after two seasons, so sad to see that one go. The movie Hypnotic, which is Ben Affleck's latest movie um, directed by um, Robert Rodriguez, has hit Peacock. It is officially streaming over on Peacock now. You can check it out. I was so disappointed with this movie. I think I only gave it two out of five stars. Very, very disappointed. Uh, like I said, Ben Affleck kind of sleeps his way through this movie. It's like he he did it for Robert as a favor for something else that they did, I guess. But uh, check it out for yourself. Now streaming on Peacock. Uh, in some sad news, Jimmy Buffett passed away. That's right. Heading on down to his Margaritaville. Um, Jimmy Buffett passed at the age of 76. So very sad to hear that uh, for those of you into the music stuff. Um, going back to Agatha, like we talked about, the series originally was called House of Harkness, then it was called Coven of Chaos, and now it is the Darkhold Diaries. So, um, 
they're saying uh, that this is less of a sign of indecision on Marvel's part and more of a suggestion that Agatha is up to her old ways. So, I, like I said, I really like that idea. Hopefully they stick to that. We have your full streaming guide for September to all your favorite streamers, so make sure you check that out. If you're interested, you know, like Little Mermaid coming to Disney+, Plus, Wes Anderson's new Henry Sugar coming to Netflix, uh, Flora and Son coming to Apple TV+, and a whole bunch more, so make sure you check out where your favorite stuff is going to be popping up. Um, Let's see here. We talked about that. We talked about that. The new uh, Peter Dinklage movie, She Came to Me, uh, the the date has been delayed once again. Uh, I don't have a new official date, uh, but you're starting to notice that there's a ton of stuff shifting to 2024, and this is mainly due to the strike because we don't have new stuff being, you know, in production right now. So they have to push out their schedule to make sure that there's enough content for people to watch next year. So the Suits spinoff Pearson um, is now streaming on Peacock. You know, it's funny because Suits has been off the air, I believe, for seven years. And it's like the it's like a massive hit on streaming all of a sudden. Um, so then th- they did the spinoff a couple years ago of Pearson, which did not do very good. It was a one season and done. But due to the popularity of Suits... Peacock is pushing this one really hard, like almost like it's a new show. So check out Pearson now streaming on Peacock. Um, True Detective Night Country, which was supposed to premiere this year. Max has pushed it back to early 2024. So there you go. We'll have to wait on that one over on HBO and Max. Anna Camp, Justin Hartley, and more joining the Rebel Wilson comedy Bride Hard. So there you go, some nice little additions there. Giancarlo Esposito says he is in he that he was in talks with James Gunn for a role in the new DC universe before the strikes happened. So interesting. I wonder who he would play. We'll have to wait and see on that one. Um, Batista had a new movie called. Um, universe's most wanted which was a big sci-fi movie that they had announced a couple years ago but it sounds like the project is now currently dead so we'll see if that ends up making its way back at any point chucky we have the season three teaser trailer the show comes back in september so keep your eyes out for that here soon uh julia roberts ethan hawk mahashala ali um their new thriller leave the world behind is going to come out in theaters in december We have an article up with Kevin Costner breaking his silence on his Yellowstone exit. Um, He hints at a pay dispute, creative issues, and a possible lawsuit, so check that out. We, of course, have your full September streaming guide. What's coming to Netflix, Disney+, Hulu, Apple TV+, Paramount+, Peacock. We got everything. See where your shows are landing. Uh, Hijack has become the second Apple TV Plus series to land on the Nielsen streaming top 10 chart. Congratulations. Loved Hijack. It was a great show. So glad to see it gaining some success. Um, let's see here. We talked about the box office. So I'm going to skip through some of the Labor Day stuff with the box office. Uh, and some more sad news once again. Former Smash Mouth lead singer Steve Harwell uh, was in hospice care over the weekend and then ended up passing away on Monday. And uh, it was, looks like it was liver failure from drinking for so much over his career. Um, and there just wasn't much that they could do. So, um, very, very sad to hear, to read, to see, um, he was only 56 years old. So, Hey, now you're an all-star. So, uh, he will be missed. A lot of people didn't even know he was the former lead singer. This is the original lead singer of the band actually, 
um, kicked him off due to his drinking issues and hired another singer. So didn't even know about that, man. So just, just sad to see you, you know, take care of your, of yourselves guys out there for sure. All right. We got an article up talking about everything we know about. I am legend two, which is supposed to be starring Will Smith and Michael B. Jordan. There's not much, but it's kind of cool to see a recap here of the info that we do have. We talked a couple weeks ago about a new Chris Hemsworth and Pedro Pascal movie called Crime 101, and then we talked about how there was a bidding war from Netflix and Amazon. Well, it looks like Amazon Studios has successfully won the rights to the upcoming film, which is an adaptation of Don Winslow's Crime 101 novella. So I love this casting. Give it to me. Come in probably little limited release to theaters, and then we'll be hitting Prime Video, so I like it. Congratulations to Talk To Me. We just talked about that still in the top 10 of the box office. It has become A24's biggest horror movie ever, so congratulations there. That is awesome. We have a new little teaser trailer for Loki Season 2. It's only about a minute long, but again, it comes to streaming on October 6th on Disney+. It's a really cool minute. So check it out. I'm looking forward to Loki season two. Um, <clears throat> Netflix, their top 10 one piece, which is based on the, um, the Japanese manga, the live action series debut is number one with about 18.5 million views. So congratulations there, uh, to its number one spot, which has pushed Aaron Carter to number two. Quantum Leap has added Peter Gadiat and Eliza Taylor as series regulars for season two. The cat video game Stray is going to get an animated film adaptation from Annapurna Interactive uh, Pictures. So, yeah, this is going to be based on the video game Stray, um, which is an adaptation from the Indie Studios Animation Branch. The 2022 adventure game takes players on a journey playing as a drone-equipped stray cat trying to survive against robots and machines. So I I would like to see a live-action version of this, not an animated one, but, you know, very interesting there. Sound of Freedom, the director, his next film is another religious drama called Cabrini and has been given a March release date. Prime Video has also announced that their new Christmas movie, Candy Cane Lane, starring Eddie Murphy and Tracy Ellis Ross, will be released exclusively on the streaming platform starting December 1st. We have the Chicken Run 2 trailer. I don't know anyone who liked Chicken Run 1, but we do have a sequel. Monarch, The Legacy of Monsters, which is Apple TV Plus's Monsterverse series with Godzilla, is supposed to be hitting the streamer in November. We have the trailer for Origin, which is the new Ava DuVernay movie starring John Bernthal and Vera Farmiga. Amazon Prime Video has also launched a new trailer for Wilderness, which is their new thriller series. We have uh, Barbie is coming out on premium VOD, where you could buy or rent it starting September 12th. So there you go. If you didn't get to the theater by now, get ready. September 12th, you could buy it for $24.99. We also have the trailer for No One Will Save You, starring Caitlin Deaver and Brian Duffield. It's a new thriller that will come to Hulu later this month. Um, Craig Mazin from The Last of Us showrunner, uh, he is developing a reboot of Pirates of the Caribbean. Very interesting there. I don't want another one, but it kind of piqued my interest that Craig Mazin is involved. The Goosebumps live-action Disney Plus series will premiere in October, so get ready for that. Magnum P.I., new trailer for part two of its final season. Check that out. 
Um, and then we have the brand new Exorcist Believer trailer. Remember, it got pushed up a week. It hits theaters on October 6th now. And uh, check out the new trailer and witness the next chapter of Evil. And that, my friends, is the end of our show. So thank you so much for joining me here tonight. We have exactly hit that 30-minute mark, which I love landing on that 30-minute mark. So thank you so much for joining me. Hey, by the way, if you're not watching Ahsoka, get with it. I am loving Ahsoka, man. Tonight's episode was great. So make sure you check it out. And that'll do it for us here tonight on Am I on the Air. Once again, make sure you follow us on Twitter or X at Am I on the Air. You can follow me directly at DXDonMega. Follow us on Threads. You can follow us on any of the socials, really. Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, all at simply Am I on the Air. Am I on the Air.com is our official webpage if you need links to anything. Like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash am I on the air. Subscribe to us on your favorite podcast feed, whether it's Apple Podcasts or Spotify or iHeartRadio, Pandora, um, Amazon Music, Google Podcasts, whatever. Just subscribe to us. Give us a thumbs up. Give us a five-star review. We'd really appreciate it. And thank you to our great affiliates at Red Dragons Radio and the Pop Culture Pros. Make sure you follow on Twitter at Red Dragons Radio, all one word. RedDragonsRadio.com and the Pop Culture Pros. Follow on Twitter at PopCulture underscore pros. That'll do it for me here tonight. And um, I'm trying to think if there's even anything big coming out this weekend that I will go see. Um, I think the release this weekend is The Haunting in Venice, which does not look very good. There has been a murder. Uh, I haven't really liked the other two movies and I don't know. I don't really like the fact that they're going kind of supernatural with this one. So I might skip out on this one, but we'll see whatever floats our boat and we'll be back next week. Same bat time, same bat channel with our news of the week. So take care of yourselves and each other. And until next time, y'all peace. Red Dragon!